This is Heather, and you're listening to Hey, this is Peter this is Justin. This is Alex Hi, this is Alexander Stern, and you are listening to Radio Hi, this is John This is Olivia, and you're listening to Radio Mopco. All right, I want to welcome everyone to episode 72 of Radio Mopco. Um, we have some special guests this week. One of the original things I had when I was going to do this podcast is not only do the improv, but also have things that were tangentially important to members in the company. So a big tangential importance to me is stuff my wife's doing. And my wife, uh, Janet. Hi, Janet. Hi. Um, she's here today to talk about her theater company, Northeast Theater Ensemble. And she's here with Sandy, who is the director of um, the show they're getting ready to do, The Seagull. Check out Seagull. And um, it's we're going to talk to them about their show a little bit and the company, and uh, we'll get things going. Um, Janet, what? Uh, tell me about Northeast Theater Ensemble. Well, oh, uh, let's see. What what fun facts can I tell you? Uh, uh, we founded, or I founded the the company back in 2015. I noticed that in in the area there weren't a lot of the classics being done, and I wanted to see more of the classics, and we just kind of kind of evolved from that it's really um we have a lot of marvelous women who are are involved in the theater and i really like that the most because it's very you know it's, it's, very, it's pretty woman very heavy. Yeah. timely and very uh, yeah very timely of the times that's for sure um and so we took the class we want to take the classics and kind of reimagine them to make them more relevant to today's audience yeah that's about you know just I want to take just a second to wish uh, all the mothers out there Happy Mother's Day and my wife Happy Mother's Day. And and oh, speaking you. of mothers, there's a very uh, special mother in this show that you guys are doing. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Jen, why don't you introduce uh, Sandy here for us. This is Sandy Boynton, our talented and fantastic and marvelous director of The Seagull. We are thrilled to have her working with us. And so, Sandy, if you want to say a few words just go girl because i know you can talk <laughs> that's true hi everybody <laughs> um it's great to, get, to be able to talk to you a bit about the seagull and a bit about um irena akadina the mother of the theater and the mother in the seagull now the seagull Jerry Chekhov's the seagull was written in the late 1890s so is it relevant today yeah it really is because it's talking about of all things women in the theater which is a, has been a very au courant topic it's talking about the arts and their contribution to society another current topic it's talking about how men behave and how women behave another current topic on top of that we've decided to place it in a really interesting location. We'll be performing out at the Maybe Farm Historical Site on the banks of the Mohawk River, um, the site of a beautiful old Dutch estate. And the play was originally set on the banks of a lake, the setting of the on an old Russian estate. So the current real setting mimics the old fictional setting. And so we're not doing it in a theater and having to build all that stuff or give you illusions. We're going right to an, to the, to the riverside 
and to a beautiful old barn that predates the play, actually. And and, and that's something that you guys do in your company. You like to do site-specific. Yes, we do. Like um, the last production was Little Foxes at yes. the Timbrook Mansion. That is correct. And... Um, Tell me, tell me, tell me how that experience was, and then we'll we'll get back to the seagull stuff. I was just saying, it's a really neat. I, I saw the production; it was you're like right there in the middle of everything, which is very cool. Well, that was what was so exciting about it, because um, yeah, we like to do the site specific. It gives the audience a a heightened level of reality, and we had a lot of people who would describe it as being a fly on the wall. Some of them wanted to escape it because these people are so terrible to each other, but they couldn't. And it's 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 just so so intimate. I just I I think it it gave everybody. Well, I mean, it was very very well received, very successful. Um, we sold out every night. In uh, oh, where was I going with that? It was just I th- I think. It just gave everybody that much more of a theater experience. How was it from the actor's perspective? Oh, it was amazing from our perspective. Uh, Because the people were right there. And it was, gosh, it, 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 it made it so much more exciting. And so much more real for everybody. And so much more... Like in the moment? Yeah, yeah. Really, really hyper real. And... Depending upon where you were sitting in Tenbroke, you got a different view, a completely different view of what was going on. Everybody was watching the same show, but everybody didn't see the same thing. They saw some things that (laughs) uh, somebody sitting across the room didn't get this subtle subtle nuance or they didn't get this detail that'll but be, the other person yeah. got you know the whole other other side of it and that'll be kind of like the same experience for this show too in a way but mm-hmm. correct me if i'm wrong isn't the first part of it set outside mm-hmm. in, in the garden actually and then the second act is inside because yes. that's actually where it's set in the thing correct so um, um sandy give, give us like a little like a you know a thumbnail outline of, of the story of the seagull or that okay. kind of a thing. The seagull is a confrontation, really, between an older set of artists and writers and a younger set of artists and writers, wannabes, essentially, with established artists and writers. Okay. Um, Irina Arkadina's unestablished great actress, her son wants to be a writer. Um, he's not successful. She is. His wannabe girlfriend wants to be a great actress like his mother. And she uh, hooks up with... <laughs> no other word A for contemporary it. term. Hooks <laughs> up. It, you know, it works the same yeah, way no matter what the They probably would have used that back mm-hmm. then too, right? <laughs> she falls in love with, and he falls in love with her, with Irina's lover. And mm-hmm. it causes... Huge dislocations, but ironically, out of this, her son starts to become a published author. And and Nina, the young lady, um, who goes through, through some real personal tragedies, loses a baby, loses Trigoran, the lover, becomes starts to become a good actress. And they sort of look as though they're launching their careers 
Yeah. yeah. It's really good. But not. <laughs> it's really good. Um, talk about a little bit about your, the, um, your, your directing approach to this production. Two things. Um, well, three things, actually. But oh, wait, four things. No. Oh, maybe five. <laughs> uh, Janet said I could talk. <laughs> um, first of all, the, the interesting thing is that you find there are two schools of thought when you deal with Chekhov. There are people who believe he wrote tragedies, and there are people who believe he wrote comedies. And Chekhov believed he wrote comedies. So the first thing I wanted to do was to figure out how Siegel could be a comedy. Okay. And we think we found some of it. Um, certainly, if you look at the play from a literary point of view, oh, awful things happen and people get hurt and it is sad. But if you take it from an actor's point of view, and Chekhov was, a, uh, was married to a well-known actress, and so he really understood actors in a different kind of way, I think, than many authors do. But if you take it from an actor's point of view or a character's point of view, each of these characters expect what they're doing is going to make them at least happy, maybe rich and successful as well. So they're always going for a comic ending, even though the endings themselves may not be so. So there's a lot of lightness and lightheartedness and sweetness on the way to an ending that they don't know about. So if you do that, and we found that if you do that, you get... A warmer, sweeter, happier play that doesn't necessarily have that <sighs> comic ending you want, but it has more clo- much. It's like more closer to what real life is. I think so. Yeah, okay. I think so. And, and Chekhov really thought in those ways. So that was number one. I love sites specific work as well. I've done a bunch of it um, with Dr. Krista Dennis in other um, women's suffrage iterations, and I am the artistic director of Will Kemp's Players, and we do original practices Shakespeare. In other words, we do it outside, in lighting, no barriers at all between the audience and the performance. I believe you were Susan B. Anthony in the thing I saw. Yes, it was. (laughs) What a wonderful woman she was. My goodness, she could talk and write. Maybe we have something in common besides (laughs) our initials. Anyway, um, so, so we... I'm taking that approach. There's no barrier at all between the, I expect, I honestly expect that even though we're going to try to mark out the outside seating, I'll bet somebody's going to come with a blanket and plop it down in a spot where the actors are going to have to step over them. And that's just fine. And it sure is. Um, so that's what we're, we're going to have in the barn, a more traditional in the round setup, but everybody's oh, so going to be right So it's there. in the round inside? Oh, yes, that's yes, cool. Yes. That's cool. Yeah, it's very nice. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's gorgeous. Um, Janet, talk about your approach to this, the character that you're playing, and, and how do you get inside of her? How, how, more likely, how does she get inside you? Mm, yeah, that, uh, that's mm-hmm. a good question, and it's a, it's a process. It's a big process. She's, you know, she's a mother. She's an actress. She's a world famous, great actress. Very famous. Very um, big. Very grand. Uh, and has this, you know, mm, younger lover. And oh, it's like in real life. I th- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly like real life. Wow, the parallels are scary. Um, my approach is to. Um, I mean, fundamentally, how I approach all of my characters is to find the truth 
in what they're saying, what they're doing, the honesty. Um, what do you What do you like about her? Oh wow, <clears throat> I like that that she um, she does have soft spots. She is she is brilliant. She is selfish, but she is also loving. She's capable of great love. And but she's also very selfish. Okay. It's um it's oh it's a multi layered character. There is so much going on with her. She loves her son. But they live in a world where they just can't give each other what they need. And so they they fight and it's painful to watch. It's really just it's heartbreaking to watch, but there's still that underlying love. I heard a description of this play. It's like everyone is in love with someone, but they don't love them back in a way. It's kind of like a big round robin, or it's something <laughs> something like that. Sort of, but... I, I mean... <laughs> well, yes, it is, and, and I don't think many of the people honestly know what love is. Uh-huh. They're taken with something they've never experienced. Um, the oldest character in the play, uh, Irena's older brother, Soren, has spent his whole life longing to be in love with someone. He's approaching his death, and he's never, it seems from the text at least, had a girlfriend, or a boyfriend, or even a pet. He was in love with the idea of being, being in, love. in love. Yeah, And so much of this is in love with something that people don't understand what it is and are expecting this thing will pro- will provide a miraculous transformation in their lives um, sort of automatically. Mm-hmm. It's like buying the right product and your teeth will brighten up and all will be well. But of course we know that doesn't happen. And one of the people in the play, one of the characters in the play who knows that won't happen is Yorena. She's an adult She's a competent adult. You have to think about it. In the 1890s, she is making her own living. She is earning her own money. She is earning enough money to support her son. She supports herself as an actress and is a mover and shaker in that society. That's a huge big deal. It's quite a status for that Mm -hmm. time for a woman, for sure. Huge, huge. It was possible in the theater, but in very few other professions could women become first-rate political in the profession and intellectual movers. Wow. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what... Uh, I, had, I, had, I had a question. and it, if, if anyone hears any strange sounds, it's our neighbors, <laughs> kids playing outside, or a helicopter flying overboard. But that it is just, all of the noises today. That wow. just makes it fun. Um, how are... How's it working with this specific group of people for you? Um, it's as though I sent out a letter to the great central casting in the sky, and I got everything I wanted. Wow. They are truly amazing. Amazing. They, amazing. The, they are amazing. They really, really are. Um, we, we could not be happier with, with all of our actors. And we really couldn't. The, the secondary blessing with this bunch is they like each other. And that helps like, a lot. Oh, oh, it certainly does. And they like working with each other. And so we go to work. And it's really, I won't say it's play because it is work. But everybody is 
on point most of the time, working on the task, lending a hand, coming up with a suggestion, and boy, is that fun. You said a funny thing the other day when you came home from rehearsal. Um, so it's a good thing no one's sick in this cast because everyone's kissing everyone. <laughs> and then I had this crazy thought. It says, oh, when I kiss you, it's like I'm kissing the entire cast. Really, it really is. Yeah, like it's, like that's, 13, that's a, 14 other people. That you're absolutely. Just mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah. how I feel about that, but that's what it is. Well, we're enjoying it. I don't know. <laughs> we're having a great time. <laughs> Um, so let's let's uh, pause real quick here and just talk about the, when the show is going to be up because it opens up pretty soon. Okay. Um, it's at the Maybe Farm. Mm-hmm. Um, tickets are twenty dollars. That's correct. General seating or general, and then fifteen for students and seniors. And it's the Seagull by uh, Anton Chekhov, not to be confused with the one that drives the Enterprise around the galaxy, which I did for many years. Mm. Um, oh, maybe Lord. he's a descendant. Who knows? Um, Might be. <laughs> I, I mean, could be. You never know. There's, there's a whole bunch of Chekhovs who, were act- who are actors yeah. who were related to him. And the dates are May 18th, 19th, 20th, 25th, 26th, and 27th. I'm assuming a couple of these days are matinees. Is that correct? Our Friday night performances are at 7 o'clock. We have two performances on Saturday at 2 o'clock and 7 o'clock. Oh. Sunday's performances are at 2 o'clock. And where can somebody find this information online? We have our, it's on our F, uh, F book. Nice. Our Facebook page. I think you can we, say it's not a four-letter word. It is a four-letter <laughs> word, but. I don't even know why I said that. Perhaps it's subliminal. I don't know. Uh, and we also have a website, northeasttheaterensemble.com. All right. Very cool. Um, and you can get tickets online at Artfully. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So you can buy your tickets online yep. ahead of time. You oh, that's do that. That's very cool. Do that. And you we can also do it at the door. At the door. That's all cool. good. Cool. Yeah. Um, are there uh, anything, are there directions to the Maybe Farm on, the, on your website and stuff like that? I believe that we will have to put those on there. Thank that, you for reminding me. That might me be that. something people yes. would like to see. It's an easy shot out there from, from where we are, so I'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and put those on there. And yeah. Maybe Farm Historical Site, of course, has its own website, uh, yes. and you can find those directions there. Fantastic. Yeah. Pretty easy to get out there. It's really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any questions for Sandy? Oh, I, poor Sandy. I'm, she's, I've asked her five gazillion questions. She's probably questioned out at this point. And, and all I'm saying is that I don't have a question. <laughs> what, what do you, well, tell me what you like about her her directing. Uh, well, she's freaking brilliant at bringing out these layers of, uh, you know, asks a lot of questions. What do we think is going on in the brain at this point? What do we, you know, what what is happening here? What it, and it, it's just like, ugh, I don't, I can't even, I can't even put it into words. You, but you, it's 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 amazing do because you, we're finding all kinds of different layers and all kinds of different corners and attics and basements of these characters. Do you have a, a, any specific uh, moment or I don't know, lack of a better word, breakthrough or something that you can remember from the, this rehearsal process that helped you or gave you a direction? I think it's all the kissing. Oh, great. <laughs> that, that, sure was that was that for my benefit? <laughs> uh, breakthrough moments. Wow, um, there's been a ton. I can't pinpoint one. I really can't. It's just okay. when we decided that maybe Arcadena you know, is human as opposed to this 
Do you, do you, do you, do you, have, you have a thought on that, Cindy? Yeah, we had a we had a rehearsal at my house last weekend um, because we oh, needed yeah. to work really intimately and couldn't find a space where we could both be loud and boisterous and intimate, except my house. So there's this spot, and I don't want to give it away, but don't give it away. I'm not going to. But most of the time. Everybody's read the play, and most people have suffered through reading it. It's so much better played mm. um, in college. But it's this is a spot where Irena and her son have a horrible argument. And we let it rip in my living room. And just letting it rip changed everything. Because one of the things we've been working with is Costia, the son... Mm, he's usually played as kind of an emo refugee. I don't think so. None of us think so. We think he's kind of dangerous. Oh. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that sets the whole play in a slightly more energetic direction and a more committed direction. Mm-hmm. But yeah. dealing with this slightly dangerous young man really moves things in a different way. And it's in the text. It's right in the text. All I have to do is look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it like working with Janet? Oh, Lord. Oh, you you one. Thanks so much. She is such a sensitive, creative spirit that sometimes I'm afraid of her. I can relate to that. <laughs> but if I can find the right words, if I work hard enough to find the right words or set up the right physical circumstances for her, she will just go and go and go and go. The only thing that is like it that I can think of is a working with a really good, and I know, please don't take this the wrong way, a really good horse who loves to jump or loves to run. And if you put them, mm-hmm. if you get them into the right, yeah, well, that well, is, but it's thor- thoroughbred. 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 But it's, but it's, if you've ever, I don't know, well, you ride, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. I do. I do. If you get into a horse who loves to jump and, everything's moving right it's just it's like flight Mm -hmm. and that's what it's like to work with you thank you oh that's nice that's very nice um i have no objectivity where she's concerned but um and as a husband i've you know i worry and but the only place in the universe i never worry about her and then i know she's okay is when she's on stage absolutely you know it's like this okay I hope you guys can handle it. <laughs> you know, basically, what I think. Everybody else, you know, that's kind of my uh, my opinion of that. So, well, I, I thank you for coming on. I'm glad I could do something to help support you guys. Um, everybody out there who hears this, please go out and see this show. Um, they have a Facebook page, Northeast Theater Ensemble. They have yeah, they have um, a web page. Um, read off the dates. Uh-huh. Janet, why don't you read off the dates real quick and okay. all that stuff because yep. you know it by heart. All right, The Seagull by Anton Chekhov. Out at Maybe Farms. Now, Maybe Farms does have a website, so check them out. And directions are pretty easy out there. We are running May 18, 19, and 20, 25, 26, and 27th. Our Friday shows are at 7 o'clock. Our Saturday shows are at 2 o'clock and 7 o'clock. 
and our Sunday shows are at 2 o'clock. Tickets are $20, uh, 15 for students and seniors, and we really would love to see you all out there. Yeah, this is really something that needs to be supported so it can grow, and I'm going to give Sandy last word over here. Well, of course we want you to come and see the show. So let me give you a couple of, of um, ideas. We start at 7. The first act is about an hour and five minutes, and sunset between is at 8.15. So we are going to start promptly, mm-hmm. or we're going to be in the dark. Uh, <laughs> be on time. If, if by any chance the weather is inclement, we will be inside. We can restate. We are working. We have restaged the whole mm-hmm. thing to work inside as well, so there will be no rain dates. Nope. We are going to produce rain or shine, yeah. and... The mags of the Mohawk will be just wet, and we'll be dry inside the barn. So all is good, and we're looking forward to hosting you at Maybe Farms with Anton Chekhov's The Seagull. Yay. I think this will be a, a real real special treat and a real great memory for anyone who sees this show. I hope so. It will be. I hope so. Well, I get the last word. Okay, you get the last word. Thank you, John. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> all right, everyone, uh, take care. Love you. Bye. This is Heather, and you're listening to Hey, this is Peter Hi, this is Justin. This is Alex Tennyson. Hi, this is Alexander Stern, and you are listening to Radio Mopco. Hey there, Katzy. Hi, this is Cassie. You're listening to Radio Mopco. Hi, this is Mary Dodd. Hi, this is Mike Stern. You're listening to